before we start our next show, just wanted to say thank you for joining the Ishin Skiing community. You guys have been amazing. Thank you for listening, for learning, and for growing. If you like any, any episode that we ever put out, like, follow, share. That's the only way we're going to grow. So thanks again. And now, on to the show. Welcome back to another episode of Talking at Eastern Scheme Podcast. We are back in our safe space. We call Treetop Studios. Right. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us today. This episode is going to be a little bit more what we call real. And what I mean by that is real events happening at this moment that I've never wanted to get political or talk about religion because I think categories always lead to misunderstanding, always leads to war. Like if you're a history um, major, like I am, I am a big buff. When it comes to religion and politics, there's always an agenda. It always leads to misunderstanding. It leads to chaos. It always leads to war, pretty mm-hmm. much. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. And we're going to take it in a, in a direction of mental health, uh, the effect of what you see to read the effect of, of your, in this case, uh, my homegirl Ish is from a Palestinian descent and it's something we cannot ignore for the mere fact that she's living those emotions right now. Um, in <laughs> my case, right, I'm here to educate myself. I don't know what's going on and I don't wanna be, you know, opening a newspaper or reading this, that, or the other and getting one side of the story, a complete story. So every time there is some type of conflict, even in life, when you're arguing, two people arguing, there's always this story and that story. And in both stories, there's right or wrong. So I'm here to learn. I'm here to uh, ask some questions to break down what's going on and have some type of understanding growth in my mind. You know what I mean? I've seen a lot of posts from my, from my homegirl as well. Um, and I've seen posts from the other side as well. So, yeah, there is a lot of conflict because there's war going on, right? Um, and I'm here to understand what's going on and the effect. What what can be when you're standing on either side of the fence? So that's what I'm here for. Um, and that's what I'm here for to learn as well. So to my homegirl, Ish, I know you're from Palestinian descent. I just want to say I've, I've people from both sides of the fence. And you're a kid. You know your culture, your your you, the way you are with your family, um, the way you rep your people, the way you rep your flag is something that that I'm super proud of when it comes to you, because that's what I do. I represent my Ecuadorian heritage. I represent my American heritage. I represent Puerto Rico. I represent American heritage. I'm not Dominican, but the people that I grew up with, uh, growing up in Washington Heights, Bronx. You know, you deal with Dominican and Dominican and their culture, food, and everything that that I've grown to love is something that I know it's somewhere embedded in my in. You know what I'm saying? So now that I'm uh, getting closer to you, I'm starting to kind of want to learn and absorb your Palestinian heritage as well. So I just want to give you that moment, express to us what you're going through, uh, what you're feeling. Uh, I know it's going to be rage. It's the anger is going to be sadness. There's going to be a whole multitude of uh, of feelings. But yeah, I just want to hear from you. Like, what, what? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I appreciate it. As you see, we didn't even start talking about it and I got emotional already. <laughs> it's just been a, a lot happening. And I mean, you know, in the past week or so, um, a lot of things have escalated. Um, I guess just to give some background and insight for those of you who are not familiar with what's going on or what's been going on. Um, as we all know, and we're all familiar with, you know, at the point in time, uh, European Jews had experienced the Holocaust. And, you know, the Holocaust happened, World War II happened, and they were displaced. They had nowhere to go. So nobody, you know, was accepting them, uh, giving them a place to stay. Uh, Britain actually signed, I believe, a declaration um, for them to be brought to Palestine as you know the homeland so we as palestinians and when i say palestinians i mean muslims jews and christians who you know at that point in time were living in peace those were all palestinians um accepted those european jews into our land and that was in 1948 uh when the first of this massacre and genocide began uh, so basically, you know, we accepted the European Jews into our homeland and they turned on us and forced our families out of their homes. Um, and whoever, you know, didn't abide by these requests were killed basically on the spot. Um, families slaughtered, families' names ended because, you know, just whole families were taken out. I think it displaced, give or take, 700,000 Palestinians, you know, displaced, uh, became refugees, murdered, again, families slaughtered at that point in time, and that never stopped. And I want to be very, you know, I want to highlight and make sure that we don't use the word conflict because it's not a conflict, it's a genocide. It's a genocide on Palestinians. And again, it doesn't matter what religion you are, if you identify as a Palestinian, then these European Jews who we call Zionists are against you and they are going after those individuals. Um, you know, just saying that it doesn't matter what religion you are, there are Jews that stand with us. So this is not about religion. And I wanna emphasize that because there's a lot of confusion about what's going on over there. It's not about even land. It's about the principle, you know, people accept you with open arms, you turn on them, you kill them, you kill their families at point blank and you think it's okay obviously this is accepted by the u.s for political reasoning or whatever their reason and justification is to just go on and murder people unlawfully they've committed so many war crimes and have not been condemned um you know and this past saturday when hamas actually started fighting you know for us and I don't even want to say retaliated, but just defending us, started defending us because they've had enough, you know, enough is enough. They took our homes, they took our land, they took our freedom. You know, Gaza, the Gaza Strip, for example, is a small piece of land and they call it the biggest open air prison in the world because they literally have 2.3 million humans. And I think half of them are children under 15 who live in this area that's completely gated off. So when you reference the Gaza Strip, when you reference Palestine, when you reference Israel, the West Bank, 
all of these places are the same piece of land. The Gaza Strip is inside of Palestine. It's basically like a city in Palestine. Um, but if you're saying Palestine or if you're saying Israel, it's literally the same piece of land. It's not a different country. It's not a different state. None of that. It's all the same thing. And I want to make sure that's clear because obviously, you know, different people reference it as something different, whether you understand it or not. Sometimes it's just a person's political preference and where they stand, where their head stands on this. Um, you know, the media, that's also very controlled. And that's why I'm going so crazy on Instagram. As you see, my story is flooded with information. I just want to make sure, you know, it's out there. And I want to share my gratitude also with everyone who's been engaging with me, reposting. I'm trying to, you know, keep up with all my friends and acquaintances that are asking me questions. Like, that alone means so much to me. I will sit there, take the time and explain whatever it is that you want to understand because again, the media controls everything. Who controls the media? The Jews. The Jews own the networks that you're watching TV on, um, radio stations, uh, franchises, the NBA. All these people are putting out statements because they're being paid to do so or because they're controlled by the Jews. So Maybe, you know, there's a celebrity who actually doesn't stand with the Israel side and they are against it and they're actually, you know, for, they have, you know, feelings and they actually understand what the hell is going on. But sometimes money takes over people's mind and, you know, when you pay a person out, they're going to put whatever the hell you want them to put up there. But go ahead. You had a question? Or anything? No, no. Um... Like I, I'm just going back to a, a few things, right? So, for example, I've seen you post a lot. I've read, mm -hmm. some, I clicked on some. But me standing as a sort of in the middle, right? Because I don't, I don't have that that background like you do, right? That history of what's going on. So for me to repost something or this, that, and the other would be not right of me because I don't know what's going on, right? So it's like, it's like me walking into a fist fight. Right. Obviously, my first as a human, my first thing is just your chill going on. But I'm trying to stay as neutral as possible because I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. What yeah. And I totally respect that. You know, I can understand if you don't know what's going on, then you, quote unquote, don't want to take a side. I get that. But at the end of the day, I feel like once you do know what's going on and you understand what's actually happening and what the core of this is, what the root cause is, then you have a better sight and better understanding of what's going on. And it's not to say like, oh, we're against all Jews. No, we're not at all. This is not anti-Semitism. This is not, you know, putting an X on entire religion. That's not the case at all. I, I know Jews. I have, you know acquaintances or whatever um we have jews like i said before that stand with us and that are for the palestinian cause and completely against what the zionists are doing and have been doing for the past 75 years and that's why i say it's so important that when you understand you understand you know there's not oh i'm taking a side no it's more so understanding that there's underlying reasons for why you should be supporting the Palestinian cause because you could support the Palestinian cause and be a Jew. You could support the Palestinian cause and have Jew friends. Again, this is not about religion. It's about what's right and what's wrong. Let me ask you about, I am in a country. No, go ahead. 
basing it off history and stuff like that. So let's take Jerusalem, for example. There's been a, a you know, different type of, I, I don't know, like I said, I don't want to make it a religion thing. You know, there's been so many different religions trying to claim Jerusalem, right? And wars because of it. Um, when it comes to Palestine and Israel, it, uh, is there a... Is there a piece of land that they're trying to fight for or claim or whatever the case is? Is it just... No, this... I don't know. This comes back down to this exact topic that we're discussing. So again, it's not about religion because Palestine was always about all religions, Christianity, um, Judaism, and Islam. Okay. So, you know, all of that, yes, resides in Jerusalem. I mean... For God's sake, it's Jesus's, you know, birthplace is what Bethlehem. Right. And that's, you know, with us. So we had, you know, all Palestinians living over there and they were invaded. They were massacred there. You know, so it's these European Jews that came in, again, who we call Zionists. Um, and they're basically fighting for it, just like they're fighting for the rest of the land. They want to clean us out as uh, you know, Palestinians, um, they do not want us to exist anymore. And if you paid attention, I, I mean, I don't know if you saw or not, cause I know my story's flooded, but mm -hmm. I posted one thing where, uh, I think it was the prime minister of Israel. He put a statement out and he said something along the lines of clear them out. Uh, every single one of them slaughter them. Uh, we don't want them, you know, we're dealing with animals here. And these are literally innocent kids, families, like, we don't have any weapons. We don't have a military. And that's why, okay, I understand, yeah, Hamas is Hamas is considered like a terrorist group or whatever. And I'm not for, you know, their extremist views and certain things that they do, but they are the only thing that we have. And, you know, for them to go out and fight for us and finally say enough is enough. You know, we have to fight for our people. I'm going to say I'm proud. Again, I'm not, you know, I don't condone the death of the innocent, no kids, like they shouldn't be in the middle of this, obviously. But I mean, nobody was saying that since 1948, you know, and for me, I, I don't condone that. I'm not for that. It's very upsetting seeing kids being hurt um, and in the middle of crossfire. But it's been a one-sided war for 75 years. The one day we decide to fight back and the U.S. is up in arms. Also, I know a lot of people, like, they were mentioning how Biden approved that $6 billion uh, bill to Iran, and they started threatening them, and they're like, don't you dare get involved, because they're worried that they're going to take that and help the Palestinians fight back. So a lot of people are, like, pointing the finger at Biden. They're also saying that the U.S. knew that this was going to happen, because before this occurred, I think maybe the week before, within that week, U.S. Congress invested in war stocks. And they knew, obviously, that things were going to go up. So it was already premeditated. Obviously, they knew. I also heard that um, Israel, Israel has one of the best intels in the world. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, oh, my God, we're so shocked. You didn't catch on to this. You didn't know that this was coming. Um, but on the other side, it's like they knew this was coming. You know, they wanted a reason so that they can go into the Gaza Strip and wipe out all the people clean without, you know, having to explain themselves. 
So if Hamas went in and attacked them, then they'd be like, okay, well, we're going to clean you guys out in Gaza because you did this. So all the people that are like, oh, we're surprised you didn't catch this. You know, you have to really dig deep and stop believing the media. Stop believing the things that are on your TV and on your radios because they're spewing what they want to spew. They're putting on there, you know, the videos that they want you to see. We have all that AI intelligence now. You think that they're not modifying things, you know, for your eyes. It's all controlled. And that's what drives me the craziest is that people are so gullible. You know, you see one thing on TV and you run with it. I saw another article that they were dissecting and it's so true. It said something about X amount of Palestinians died, but X amount of Israelis were killed. And those are key words. You're using the word died and you're using the word killed. So Palestinians, what are they just dropping dead? Are they dying because they're sick? But then Israelis are being killed. And that's the thing that people don't pay attention to. It's these key words. And obviously it's going to play a role in your emotions. You read something and you're just quick to judge, but you're not taking the time out to understand what's actually happening, what they're controlling, you know, right in front of your eyes because they don't want you to see the truth. And that's why... I go so hard to make sure that if anyone has a question, I answer it. If, you know, there's a protest, I want to be there. Even, you know, I'm one person, but one person adds. And if you educate one person, it's going to continue to trickle if you continue educating. It's so important. And it's not just with this cause. You know, we have BLM. Um, we have so many other, you know, causes that we got to stand up for. But for me, it's critical that we all stand together because, you have one cause for a group of people, we're going to need your support. And same for you. You're going to look for our support. And when we don't give you that support, you're going to be upset, you know? And that that really tugs at my heart because when I see I'm on Instagram and I'm posting stuff and I see people reposting my stuff, I'm like, you understand, you know? You're reposting, you understand what the hell is going on and I appreciate you. You know, that one post matters so much because who knows who you're reaching and who you're educating. And you have people who support other causes and they're not reposting shit. But then when they want you to repost stuff for their cause, they're looking at you and they're like, oh, what are you doing? So it's upsetting. And that that plays a big, big role in a person's emotions when something like this is happening, especially to your people. Right. Yeah. I, that, that, uh, that's the whole point I wanted to reach out to and, and have about, you know, what's going on with your with your emotions what's going on with your mental type of uh of input and everything that you're seeing it plays a big part on your mental stability right mm -hmm. um but going back to what you said history and knowing and this and that and the other i mean we can go back as pearl harbor you know what i'm saying uh, they knew it was coming they knew the the submarines were coming they even documentary that they heard the pinging of uh some type of you know, submarine intrusion and the line of command didn't do what they were supposed to do, right? Mm -hmm. But in history, you know it. What or yeah. do? It's money, the money yeah. base, right? So now you need bullets, you're gonna need this, you're gonna need tech, you're gonna need ammo, you're gonna need a whole bunch of things. So if you go back to even World War One or or World War Two, the US was I don't want to use the word dying, but they were eager to the war because they knew coming back from the Great Depression, this is going to be an economy boost by a long shot. So they were just looking for an excuse to get 
Pearl Harbor, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people died and stuff like that. You know, obviously in war, there's going to be casualties and may they, may they all rest in peace. But to use that term, you got to buy a few to get what you want. So in this case, that's what the U.S. did. All right. Now we're in the war. Now let's make money. Because basically that's what it is. It's right. Um, but yeah, when it comes to intel and stuff like that, you know, if me, if I'm a, I'm a, if I'm the uh, president of Ecuador, right? <laughs> president of whatever, and I'd be like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to, you want war? You got war. You already know war, right? But it's up to you to, to spread that message, message around and say, all right, Ecuador is ready to, attack. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Old, they wait until they get attacked and now you react. So it's always a, a re, you know, reaction type of thing. They wait for somebody to commit that crime that mm-hmm. we are outrageous and then we go from there you know and yeah I, I said i just wanted to get the source of where the origin of this um, conflict i mean because i mean in any type of uh, not conflict, a conflict <laughs> no, no, i'm just trying to keep it in, in in like i guess just simple words and stuff like that i guess yeah there's an origin to something. So like, for example, even when you think of tyrants from Napoleon to whoever you want to add, there's going to be people that are going to ride hard for them. They're going to be like, not nah, with the best thing, even a Hitler. There were some people that are like, yo, he's the best thing, sliced bread. And there's other people that'd be like, nah, we got to stop him 100%. So you got this side. But in between that, there's all these people that they want to live life and live life peacefully. And they're caught in the crossfire. And I think, and I see posts from, from both sides, right? From no matter what. I ain't, I'm not even talking about this type of situation going on right now. Yeah. But I'm general, period. You know what I mean? From Iraq to Korea to Vietnam. There's always those people in the that just want to live life and live life peacefully and they get caught in the fire. So I think sometimes too, when, when you hear things like, yo, my heart out to this, that, I'm not really thinking radical or, or this side or that side. I'm really thinking about the people that are caught in the crossfire, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, of, of, of these people that, like, for example, <clears throat> when co- uh, the Capitol got invaded, right, there was mm-hmm. a there that police that lost their lives because cats were just storming into the Capitol and wilding out because they had belief in this individual, mm-hmm. no matter if he's found of being a sex violator or whatever, <laughs> my man, he, right now but they still ride or die for him no matter what he can't do wrong yeah part of the brainwashing right whatever that person has that power it is what it is but um i guess that that's what i'm saying you're gonna have those fanatical people that no matter what they think this is the right way and then you're gonna have these people on this side that they believe this is the right way and then it's just there's people in between that get caught caught in the crossfire so that was my that's my whole you know my whole thing you know, to yeah. always the people that are caught in the middle. So. And I can totally understand that, you know, obviously the people caught in the middle of a war, that's, that's no joke. That's not right. Um, but for this specifically, I mean, this was always a one-sided war. Nobody looked at us when we were enduring the violence for 75 years, whether it was an innocent person or someone who was fighting back, nobody looked our way. So in, in this matter, 
you know, obviously I don't want to see any kids getting hurt, but as far as the adults go, those adults are righteous. Those adults don't give a fuck about anybody but themselves. And if you know, you know. If you don't, I hope you brush up on knowledge and learn. I've been posting a few Jewish people even that are having these conversations. I posted a whole video about these Jews that were there, you know, back in the day who actually killed my people and were a part of that, raped them. And they're in this video laughing and talking about it like it's nothing. These are the kind of people that we're after. And these are the kind of people that we are fighting against, you know? Like I said, enough is enough. You're going to have nerve to sit there, smile in our faces, and laugh at our pain and think that we're not going to fight for ourselves. You're crazy. Because as Palestinians, we're fighters. And, you know, whether if we're living on to see our freedom or if we die for our freedom, we're going to fight for it. And whether that's, you know, posting on social media to make sure people are informed or fighting back, throwing rocks because we have no weapons, whatever it is that we're, we're going to do, we're going to do, you know, that's, that's just all that it is. And I understand, you know, you said people getting caught up in a crossfire is very unfortunate, but for this situation, they had it coming. They had it coming because, I mean, not for nothing, and I'm always going to say this, it might sound crazy, but you didn't learn nothing from the Holocaust and you come right back and you're inflicting the same pain on another group of people is crazy to me. It's nuts because those are the people that came out of that. You know, their ancestors are the ones that endured that pain and your offspring is going to another location and inflicting that pain on others makes absolutely no sense to me. Uh, and I, I think uh, tying it back to history, it's crazy how no matter if it's religion or people trying to the right way, been oppressed and you know, and X Y Z, no matter what, what what it is, you don't learn. That, that, that's the thing that out. You don't learn from your history. And end up repeating this history again to someone else, right? Mm-hmm. Even little things like, for example, I know it's gonna sound silly, but understand my understand my reasoning, right? So, like, in the last couple of days, I've noticed people like if I'm sitting online, they get so close to me that I turn around and I'd be like, "Damn, dog, what happened to the six feet?" Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But think about it, right? Little things like that. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like today, I was at Aldi's getting my shop on, and the dude is standing right next. To me. I'm talking about like if I'm here, he's right here. Mm-hmm. I turned to him and I said, hey, dude, can you give me a little bit of space? And then he looked at me up and down and I was like, yo, hold up, man. Like, you <laughs> like you're going to be in my space. But I was just like, damn, we just got, COVID didn't teach you anything? Mm-hmm. Like, did COVID teach you how to wash your fucking hands properly? A lot of people weren't washing their hands. Now they hands. They might have forgotten. But now it's just like, fuck that. COVID is over. So I'm going to, I don't, I don't need the six feet. I'm going to give you the six inches now. You know what I'm saying? People don't well, like Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, yo, you went to something that it was just so, you know, contagious, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever the case was. And now you're back to normal and you're just right on my shoulder. Like, I'm like, dude, like, you, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, back now in, in the great scale, it's like they say, man, if you don't learn from your history, you're bound to repeat it. Mm-hmm. You know? And... 
And some people is just sometimes when I watch this, it's just it's just history just going in in rotation and, and we're reliving the same thing but through a different type of of adventure, wanna exactly. say. And and it's it's real sad, man. Real sad. Talking that Asian Scheme podcast is now available on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcast. Say words, Scheme. Word to Big Bird. So now our show, me and Ish, you know how we doing it. Talking that Asian Scheme podcast is now available on Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcast. No excuse. You can't miss us. We there. We everywhere. Say words, Scheme. Word to Big Bird. So we'll talk to you soon. Take care, guys. Peace. What's up, guys? It's your boy Skane here, back to let you know and remind you that my co-host Aisha has an amazing poetry book called Treetop Echoes. It is available now on Amazon as well as Barnes & Nobles. So if you're in the market for a new book, please pick it up. You will not be disappointed in this amazing poetry book. So the name of the book, once again, Treetop Echoes, available on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Get your copy today. At that point in time, like a lot of shit changed, especially here in the States. Like I, I can understand that. It's funny too, like you mentioned unity for me. It's very uplifting seeing people worldwide, you know, gathering for us and advocating for us. But I'm also seeing the other side where I'm seeing people posting them at a bar, getting drunk and partying. And I know, like, you know, these people are obviously watching my stories. I could see it. But no, no, nothing. No. And, you know, of course, I don't know if you're having these conversations outside of social media with anybody and if you are then amazing like great but you have time to sit there posting you know you shit-faced and just all this dumb shit when some serious shit is happening is baffling to me and that also affects your mental health so for me today I went on my Instagram and I'm watching these stories and anyone that I saw doing dumb shit and I know has not you know, been engaging in it on social media, like not engaging in the posts, asking questions or reposting shit. And hey, maybe you could say I'm just being overly emotional and overthinking shit. But for me, that hurts because I know and I know I shouldn't expect the same from other people. But I know for me, if somebody else was going through something like this and it was human rights and not a matter of picking a side, you know, because that's not what this is about. It's right. about human rights. And these people have time to go out and post dumb shit like that. But you can't advocate for people's lives. Then that tells me a lot about your personality. And for me, I don't need you in my life. I think I deleted almost 30 people from my Instagram today. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? I'm going to break it down into two aspects, right? That's it. Number one, um, you remember when we first started this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like, hey man, if we reach one person, we did good. Yep. Right. And obviously, when we first started, the numbers were through the roof, and then we, I got caught up in the numbers, and all of a sudden, the numbers started coming down. Right. But we still had an impact on people. Yes. Right. So you have that. You've been doing that. 
doesn't matter if they post or doesn't post. It doesn't matter, right? Your job should be, here's part two, be a beacon. Be a beacon of light, right? Your light is going to just, as much light as you put out, the more information you put, you're bound to touch people. Look, like you just, you touch that person, you gave that person the influence or 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 the know-how to go get research. Mm-hmm. And now that person is like, damn, I fucked up. Let me post down. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Without even knowing them. Yeah, which is amazing. I love that. I really be the beacon of light. Be a lighthouse. The lighthouse is just there to tell people, yo, this is the safe space here, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you're doing. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes we want that support. But as long as you're doing stuff like we are doing, I mean, Jesus Christ, this, the last podcast that we had, and we talked about it, we look at the numbers and it's just like the impressions that we're getting on this podcast is through the roof. Which is amazing. Like, I feel like, you know, I don't give a fuck about the numbers. I'm really excited that it's reaching so many people because who knows, you know, aside from that one individual, how many others we impacted and enlightened or educated. So I think that's definitely awesome. I hope to continue reaching more people. Just, and it's not like I'm not here pressed, like, oh, I need you to post for me or I need your support. No, I don't fucking need anybody's support. None of us do. You know, we just want to get the truth out and we're going to keep doing that. And as long as that fight takes, we're going to continue on. But my point is, you know, you have time to sit here and act a fool in the middle of something crazy going on in the world. And you have time to post that and show that off. But you can't, you know, like, I can't even, I can't even construct my words because I'm so aggravated thinking about it. It's tough. I mean, especially like, like if they're part of your, I don't want to say your circle, but the people that follow you and they know what you're all about and what you stand for. Mm -hmm. And then I'm saying, I I get it. I get it. It's like, it's, it's not like, I'm not like, oh, you're not supporting me. I'm deleting you. No, it's more like, oh. You have time to get shit faced and post it to the world while we're in the middle of almost World War Three. You're not gonna start posting about it until it fucking hits here and your house is getting bombed. And maybe you're not gonna post about it even then. But you know what? Again, for me, that just tells me about your personality. And unfortunately, all you're consumed in is the core of social media and you know your life and what that looks like, not reality and what we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis, which is very unfortunate for those individuals. Right. So just just for me, just continue being that beacon. Just be that light, man. Be that light. Just concentrate on being the light. Fuck everything else. You know, be the light. Because you're touching a lot of people, man. We out here, we're doing it. You're, 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 you're getting your message across. And that, that was so important for me to just do another episode about this. We might do another one after that. Who knows? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? much as we get that information out there just for people to understand and and grow and get perspective like we've always said right so continue yeah. being the light but that being said you know i gotta put a little humor into it because that's part of of uh your mental health is always having that humor even in dark times man have that humor so you know i usually post puppies and stuff <laughs> Not puppies. I haven't posted a puppy in a minute. I was like, I, if I post this, Aisha's going to be like, this motherfucker posted <laughs> got me checking myself. Like, I haven't done you, one you post. post you post what you want, my guy. I'm so proud of you from, yeah. like, where we started last week to now. So, so 
you got me checking. I wanted to put, oh, yeah, the soccer. Like, I wanted to put a picture of my soccer kids. I was like, nah. Well, what do you mean? Post what you want. I know that you're educating yourself, and I know that you're shedding light to other people. So you're you're not a part of that group. <laughs> I don't want you to be like, oh, should I post this to my story, or is Ish watching and she's going to judge me? No, it's not like that. <laughs> I'm like, yo, she's going to bust me up. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, this motherfucker posting about puppies. Oh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> you know, I'm blocked and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not like that yeah. at all. But <laughs> like I said, man, just, I mean, the impact that we've had uh, so far has been amazing. I mean, even new countries popped up on the scene and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you, the reach of that episode has been amazing, Um, you know to open people's eyes to what's going on, you know what I mean? And not just realize that the bully is not the one that um, did, threw the punch. The bully is actually the one that received the punch, mm-hmm. right? So me going back to elementary, I remember one day, and that happened to me when I was a young kid. You got bullied? Yeah, my, they were taking my lunch ticket. You know, oh, man, they gonna have, who, who, who do we need to square up with? No, nah, no, nah, I had to, I had to handle business. <laughs> But this is how it was. So just to give you perspective, that's why I had that thought in my head. So I remember when I was a little kid, I had, you know, they used to give lunch tickets back in the days. That's how old I am. And uh, so I was in line and these cats did it to me like a couple of times. So I would come home and destroy the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, he noticed real quick, like, yo, this kid comes home and just destroys the refrigerator. So he kind of told me, like, yo, what's going on? And, you know, he said, hey, I'm your dad. I'm supposed to protect you. So I said, nah, you know what I'm saying? They be bullying me, taking my lunch money. I mean, my lunch ticket off for real. So, all right, cool. So we're going to do this. So he mm, started showing the kid how to throw a little right hand. <laughs> so he said, with no hesitation, when the next the next time he comes up and he tells you, give me the lunch ticket, don't even think twice. Just pop him right in the mouth. Oh, shit. And there was three of them. Mm-hmm. My- Police came and stuff, did the same thing. That day I was starving, I ain't even gonna lie. So they came, yo, let me get your lunch money. Wham! Got one, boom, he he fell. Then the other two were like, yo. And then they picked this man up and left. Obviously I got in trouble. Mm-hmm. I was about to get suspended, but they didn't because then my dad said, came in. My dad said, like, listen, man, my son has been being bullied and nobody here is paying attention to what's going on. So, you know, sometimes you gotta punch bullies in the face in order for them to leave you the fuck alone. Exactly. And I've told my daughters that as well. Like, if you ever get bullied, just punch them in the face and we'll deal with everything else that happens. But there is no way you should get bullied. In this case, you're taking the situation just like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, on a bigger scale, obviously. But, yeah, man, things are, things are going to happen. Things are going to get... We are not condoning violence, by the way. This is just an example. Now, listen. Listen, I'm not condoning violence, but I'm. You got some crazy people out there. We gotta, we gotta put these disclaimers. No, no, no. You, you could, but I'm telling you. And if you a kid, like I've told my daughters, y'all, if you, like if you ever in school and somebody comes up to you and disrespects you, gonna have to handle business some way, somehow. You are gonna have to handle. You gotta defend yourself, but that's the whole point of this. Like, right. Seventy five years, we defend ourselves, and now you're all pissed off and shit because you're losing control. Right. And mind you, like, the inevitable is bound to happen. I know you're going to scream all, but our kids are civilians. You, you know, of course, like, hell no, I wouldn't want no kids involved in this. But what did you think was going to happen? You know, somebody's going to throw their arms up in the air and say, well, what the fuck? I'm tired of this. It's time to fight back. 
You know, it's something that should have been thought of a long time ago. You were once oppressed and now you became the oppressor. It's crazy. Yeah. And that that's, that's crazy. I mean, I, I sometimes I just think of situations, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. no, man. It, it is. I mean, I know you've been posting stuff even way before this. You know what I'm saying? And there was times that I that I said, damn, we need to talk about this because you need to school me. And it, never, and it happened, right? Mm-hmm. But finally, you know, shit hit the fan. And now I'm getting schooled and knowledge on it. But you have posted stuff from like months, months, months in advance that of things that were going on. Yeah. Fine on, 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 um, on media whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That's you know? the thing, though. Like, as Palestinians especially, I feel like our struggle I don't, I don't want that to like define us you know and for me like yeah i've posted in the past because it's nothing new to us when was the last like major bombing i think it was like 2018 19 something like that and you know the world as usual turns an eye and nothing happens and then there we are back to square one this is just the biggest that's happened in a very long time so it's getting all eyes and people are finally being educated more than ever, um, which is absolutely amazing. And, you know, whether it's now and God willing, you know, this ends very soon, um, whether it does or does not, as Palestinians especially, we're going to continue to post, we're going to continue to advocate, and we're going to continue to educate because it's who we are, you know, it's our pride, it's our joy. Like we, are so prideful to be Palestinian. And it's so important to us that people around the world understand the struggle, especially of those who live there and actually endure, you know, this on a day-to-day basis. Um, It's important to get these stories out because it's not fair, it's injustice and it needs to be addressed. Israel needs to be condemned. There's blood on US Congress's hands. There's blood on so many other you know, a politician's hands. And they just turn an eye like nothing, but we're not stupid, we're not blind. It's just a matter of fighting the battle against their false propaganda and their agendas. And that's where, you know, our struggle comes into play, at least us globally. Um, it's super tough, but we're gonna continue to do what we can do. And yeah, it's taking a toll on our mental health, but that's the least of you know, the worries that we should be, for me, we should be grateful and just continue to fight the fight that we're doing. Right. And and like I said, you're doing a phenomenal job. Just even if 15 minutes, I'd be begging you, you know that I'd be texting you like, yo, take at least 15 minutes. Next thing you know, the minute she says, yeah, yeah, I'll try. I'll go for a walk. And then boom, she starts posting again. And I understand. Right? Yeah. I'm not in that position. So I understand. But it's just, it's just, Man, I know it's tough, right? Like, so today I'm just thinking you when you said, yeah, man, I got up and I, I felt like crap. I wasn't feeling well. You know what I mean? And that's just your body telling you, you got to put it away for a little bit. Got to put it away for a little bit. Even if it's for like a little prayer or yeah. maybe or enjoying a nice cup of coffee. And I know it sounds crazy because I just said nice cup I, of coffee. I right? do that while I'm posting. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing right but just just to put it down you know what i mean and and don't let it be the first thing that you wake up to in the morning that your brain sort but of and it, i know it's tough i know it's, it's tough. easier to say it because you know 
it's not only a matter of, oh, Aisha woke up and she's already posting and she's going to sleep still posting. It's not even just that, but we're waking up with this like horrendous feeling of like anxiety and just sadness looming over us day in and day out. And that's something difficult to fight. It's not like, oh, I'm going to wake up and say, all right, I won't get on Instagram for at least an hour and let me start my day. No, because I'm going to start my day and I'm going to feel shitty doing it. I'm going to feel guilty. I'm going to have anxiety. I'm just going to feel horrible. And that's not something that we can get rid of because a genocide is happening, literally an ethnic cleansing of an entire people. And the world is just watching. Yeah, we have all these protests going on. Yeah, me, my family and everyone else around the world is posting endlessly on social media and educating each other which is wonderful but politicians are not taking our thoughts and feelings into consideration and they're not even considering that this um, i mean obviously they know it's a genocide but they don't give a fuck everything is in their best interest and they're gonna change you know their verbiage and all of that for to shed light you know on things in their uh, benefit and it sucks it really really sucks it's so much easier said than done like every time I tell you yeah oh, okay I'm gonna let me just look away for five ten minutes I know that you know I'm not because I'm on there posting constantly constantly right and for me it's not a matter of oh I saw this I'm gonna post it I saw that I'm gonna post it it's more like oh this is a perfect post for everyone to see maybe it'll help you know shed light on the truth and um, defend, you know, what is actually going on versus the false narrative that's being uh, put out there by the U.S. and by Israel. It's crazy. I was, uh, my cousin showed me some video today of this anchor who was interviewing the last prime minister of Israel. He was asking him some simple question about, I think, like, stopping the genocide or something of that nature. And when I tell you this, the last prime minister of Israel, he lost his fucking shit and he was screaming in this like interview. And then the anchor was like, excuse me, like, I need you to like chill the fuck out. This is my show. I'm asking you the questions. I'm not answering your questions. Right. This dude is going off. I'm like, bro, these people are fucking psychotic and demonic. They're just making up shit. They don't care about what's going on because they want it to happen. Not only that, did you know that circulating right now is actually a blueprint of what they want Gaza to look like once the genocide is over and the rebuild plan for Israel? That's crazy. Nah, I ain't, I ain't. The blueprint is circulating. They want to make it into a, a whole other city once they get rid of everyone. Why do you think they're telling all the Palestinians to go south? One, they're either going to end up bombing them and killing them, or two... They want them to, as they said, temporarily go to Egypt until this is over. That ain't true. They're going to bomb them or kill them, or they're going to send them to Egypt through the Rafa crossing. And that's just where they're going to take refuge for the rest of their lives. That's the fucking plan. And people don't see that shit. That's, you know what? That's, that's, that's bananas. That, you know what I mean? There's always... I don't know, man. Sometimes it's just it's just mind blowing how how evil they are. Satanic people, they are demonic people, and it's really sad for the Jews who actually stand with us because this is not a religious problem. So many videos of these Zionists 
you know, spitting on uh, Palestinian Christians and telling them that they're going to kill all of them. Um, same thing with the Muslims. Like, it's either them or no one. Basically, they just want to get rid of you as an Arab. It doesn't matter what religion you are, Christian, Muslim, Jewish, whatever. If you're not standing with them, they want to get rid of you. And people don't understand that there is a difference between Judaism and the idea of Israel. There is a difference. And again, if you do not stand with them on the idea of Israel, then you're one of the people that they want to kill. Man, that's crazy. And then if you just take all that, right, switch the names out, mm-hmm. right? So you would switch Israel out <laughs> and switch out Palestine and put Jewish, right? I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. It repeats itself. Right. So it's like you're living that whole moment again where people are fearing for the lodges because in that time it was just a religion thing. Right. It was German. You're Jewish. You got to go. That type of shit. So it's the same thing just now. Real Palestine and the whole nine yards. But yeah, it always seems to just revolve. And it's just sad because history is showing you, yo, you're going down the wrong route. But motherfucker, you're going to do that anyway. You know what I'm saying? Just like when you're you know, you're driving and you got your navigation system and it's telling you to make a left, but now nah, you want to continue going forward. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's really sad too. like seeing videos of um, Holocaust survivors who actually state themselves that when they came to Palestine, it was named Palestine. It was not Israel until the massacre happened and they changed it to the state of Israel. And then you have Holocaust survivors that are all for this idea of Israel. So you have two opposing ends. And obviously the one for that's all for the state of Israel, these people are demonic. They claim, oh, it says it in the Torah that we need to do this, we need to do that. No, it doesn't. And any, you know, the other side um, of the Jews, you know, they'll oppose that and they'll tell you that it doesn't. It's crazy. They're fucking psycho. They're nuts. They're evil. They're disgusting. And I don't know. I can go on and on with a list of nasty words because that's what they are. And I really feel bad that they make, you know, make shit harder and make shit bad for the other Jews that don't stand with them because we do have a community that stands with us because they know that this is wrong. And it's unfortunate. But it's it's also difficult for us because now, you know, you have Joe Biden's dumbass and his Congress who are just spreading all these false uh, rumors and all this false propaganda and having all these Islamophobes come out of the woodworks, similar to when Trump was in office and he was spewing racist comments. And then all of a sudden, all these racists were coming out of the woodworks and attacking the black community more than they did before. Same thing is happening to us now. And that's why I say our struggles are so similar. But a lot of people don't realize that, you know, this is not happening all of a sudden. We've been dealing with this for years on end. And um, it sucks. I mean, I showed you the article of the six-year-old boy in Chicago or in Illinois uh, the other day who was stabbed. What? 26, 32, something like that. The crazy amount of times. And he ended up dying. In his own home, his landlord broke into the house, charged after his mother and him, stabbed him to death. The mother is in critical condition in a hospital, and it's because they were Muslim. He charged in screaming something like, oh, 
uh, all you Muslims need to die. And that's fucking scary. I was at, I went to the bagel shop today and I had this, I had my kafaya on my shoulders and this guy was like, I, I like that, you know, cause he knew what it was. He seems to be Arabic. I just don't know from where exactly. And as I was walking out of the bagel shop, he made me cry because he's like, you know, um, cause we're very loving people. So he's like, you know, like my daughter, like I would say to my daughter, I just want you to uh, to be careful out there because people are crazy and you just never know what anybody's going to do, you know, and it sucks that you have to live in fear. It really does. Like you turn a corner, but I'm not going to be silenced and I'm not going to stand down. I know, you know, you told me to take the flag out of my car. Got to give him the full story, Aisha. Don't give him that too many. <laughs> what like do you mean? Huh? What do you mean, the full story? The full story was like, I was, cause you know, you fly proudly, you have it in your car and all that, right? Mm -hmm. So my thing reaching out to you was like, I just had a thought like, yo, man, it's crazy people. Like, I know you, that, that's me. I don't want, I didn't want you to think that I was telling you, yo, you'll hide who you are. Cause no, oh, I, no, I know. I totally right. understand. And actually, my cousin hit us up in the group chat today and told us that someone she knows had all of their windows busted out of their car. I think it was at their college campus or something like that. Uh, and it was because they had the Palestinian flag in their car. Right. And I'm like, damn, oh, literally just warned me last night. And I listened to you. I did, you know, take it off my dashboard today. Um, I mean, it's something that I've been thinking about. I know, like, I could be hard-headed sometimes and too prideful. But, you know, I, I did take it down. I, I live, you know, here. I, I don't want any shit happening waking up in the morning going to find my windows busted because of some asshole but when i left the bagel shop he was like you know just like i would tell my daughter i want you to be careful out here because it's some crazy people and i'm like i know like and i just started crying because it's like damn like you really gotta watch your back because of who you are is fucked up and it's crazy and it's not you know we're not the first people to have this feeling but i'm probably not going to be the last but it just sucks and it sucks that there are people who are actually standing against you when it's just something that should not be fought. Like, it's just common sense, basic rights. Like, it's just, it's a fucking wonky-ass time, my guy. It, it, it always is, no matter what, though. Even even if you go down to history, it's always been wacky times. Even in, like, I, I, I you hear people like, yeah, it was crazy. It was, it's always been crazy. Always got those wackos out there and motherfuckers in power that shouldn't be in power and... They want to get power because they want to drive their agenda and whatever they have in there between the ears and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. crazy times. Um, you know, we're going to continue what we're doing here by uh, shedding light in the situation and uh, being those beacons of light, being those lighthouses that we that we are. You know, you especially you, your 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 light and your energy is out there. So um I just want you to continue to do that, use this platform as much as possible. And uh, the whole thing was just, you know, the whole perspective of this episode was just that mental health, right? I know you're going to do whatever. You're not going to listen to me. Blah, blah, blah. I get it. But at the same time, it's just giving yourself that time to not only shut it down, but sort of re-energize, right? Because a lot of times we think, all right, maybe I should shut it down to get mental. But no, it might be just recharging your battery, just like your phone needs recharging, Everything that, that kind of connects to whatever needs to be recharged after a while. So that's basically maybe what the point that I'm taking that I want you to have is just recharge your battery. 
don't run on low because it's not going to last. Now, if your battery is back to being 100%, you'll be able to reach more people. And I guess that's my my message to you and, and to anybody who's listening through uh, to this episode and going through everything that's going on. Because even if you're not Palestinian, even if you're just a fucking kind human being, you know what's going on, yeah. right? You're doing your research, you're opening your eyes, you're realizing that, yo, it could be, it could be me. It could be my daughter, like that gentleman said. It could be my son. It could be my mom, my dad, my grandparents, my cousins, whatever. Whatever it is that can be going through it. And believe it or not, when when you look at a lot of these videos, these pictures, these images that we get bombarded with, it's going to affect you. Yeah. It's going to affect you no matter, no matter what. It's going to drain you. And I guess that being said, the draining part, you got to read re-energize yourself have better thoughts through prayer meditation whatever it is um just you know enjoying a cup of coffee something that gets you to think maybe just sitting outside letting the sun hit your face and then you're gonna go about it nobody's gonna tell you nobody's telling you to stop yeah not only i'm not only talking to aisha but anybody who's listening to us or watching us Mm -hmm. you know get that energy back and put your message out there be yeah be a Speaking of light, be that lighthouse that you, anybody can be, myself, you, everybody who's listening, be that beacon of light, be that support, because listen, no matter, after this hopefully goes away in a peaceful manner, something else is going to rise up that that right now might be at that level where it needs to be to this level, and and it's going to happen all over again, unfortunately, because that's what this world is all about. As long as there's humans on this earth, we're just going to for some reason, man, that hate, that envy, that whatever it is that boils inside of us, man, always comes out. And a lot of the times, the people that get caught in between are the ones that really care about just being positive and they get caught in between. Yeah. Shit is crazy, man. Shit is crazy. It just makes you wonder, like, what about the people that are there being bombed? What's their mental health like? <sighs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. that that that's That's the thing, too. But... But you know what I mean? I don't know. But I know they're stronger. They they are. They're, they're stronger than us, I'll tell you that. That's you got sure. people over there. I saw a video of this guy giving another guy a haircut in the middle of the street with rubble all around him. This one, this little girl, all she saved from the rubble of her house was her makeup kit, maybe like four or five years old. And the journalist was letting her put makeup on his face just to that's, make her smile. And that's crazy. Right? Because if you think about it, as sad as it could be in that mayhem and everything that that little girl is living, she mm-hmm. still has a sense of mind to pick up that makeup kit and is putting makeup on somebody. That's her little, that's the way she's re-energizing her body or her mental, right? Which is crazy. The guy, like you said, getting the haircut in front of all this, uh, around this rubble all around, getting the haircut. Mm-hmm. enjoying the haircut for that whatever minute two three four five ten minutes that his haircut probably lasted but he's re-energizing that that mental capacity that he has that battery in his in his heart and it's just giving him that perspective that no matter what shit can be going down the toilet obviously he's in it but he still has time to be i need a fresh cut yeah know it sounds crazy but you know that's his cup of coffee you know, which is amazing because it gives you hope. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love. Uh, my girl, I know you're going through it and stuff like that. And um, 
like I said, man, I'm, I know I'm here for you. Anytime you want to pick up the phone, you know, you know what to do. To anybody who's out there listening to us, man, who's been reposting, getting, getting knowledge and stuff like that, we appreciate you. Uh, on behalf of uh, of Aisha, if she allows me to, thank you so much, you guys. Um, everybody that's been sharing, reposting, you know, you're a beacon of light too. So keep putting that energy, keep putting that information out there. Because I know she appreciates it. I appreciate it because I know she's going through it and I'm here to support her as she goes through it as well. So I don't know if you have a gem, my friend. I don't have a gem. Um, I think I'm just going to leave you with my thoughts and, you know, to my Palestinian people, just a reminder of how smart, how strong and how powerful we are, especially united. Um, we got to keep fighting, you know, fighting for freedom, fighting to educate people, no matter how long it takes. We are resilient. You all know that. We are full of pride and we're not going to stop. We will not be stopped and we will not be silenced. To everyone else that's been super supportive, you are beyond appreciated for speaking out on these different platforms, um, educating other people. It means so much to us and it is so important uh, while having, you know, all these different governments look the other way. So you are a critical piece to our puzzle. And I just want to make sure that everyone keeps on going because it's not over. And we have to end this basic human rights. And this needs to be, you know, considered something, something critical. We got to continue teaching each other and we got to show the world that we're not stopping. So thank you to everybody. Um, and inshallah, this is over soon. And then the last thing I'm going to tell you guys, and I'm going to use those two, those two uh, examples that Aisha, the makeup and the haircut. And I'm going to leave you with this. Even, even in the moment of chaos, these two people try to find that little bit of peace. So I hope you guys find your peace in order to find yourself again, if that makes sense. So guys, take care. Uh, reach out to somebody who needs it. Um, I know I'm going to be reaching out to my homegirl many, many a times, and I'm proud to do it every every single time. So guys, take care of yourself. Hopefully uh, you learn something else, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Take care, guys. Peace. Bye. Talking at Asian Scheme. Show you right.